0: baja alaska or just about anywhere the fish are biting we have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening so sit back relax and get ready for the fastest two hours of radio it's all right here right now on rod and reel radio the best stop on your radio dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the united states now here's your host hop along
1: john cassidy well, fuck you, Mark Larson and Southern California. Welcome again to another Sunday edition of Rod and Real Radio. I am indeed your underfished host, Hopalong John Cassidy, and it is our pleasure to welcome you to tonight's show. We know there's a lot of things happening right now, Christmas shopping, football games, kids uh, playing different sports and everything like that. So we appreciate you dedicating some time to spend with us tonight. We think we're going to really make it worth your while this evening. Hey, let me give you an idea of just what's in store for you tonight. First out of the gate, we're going to have Jake and Tony Kloppenstein. They are with us. Jake started out with an idea of helping kids stuck in hospital beds by bringing to them a fishing kit. We're going to find out what that's all about and how this idea has grown to now Jake and his mom and dad have been contacted by hospitals all over the United States. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. Then later on in the first hour, Captain Greg Arpezi is going to be with us from Land's End Charters. We're going to find out what's happening with the bite down there at Land's End and maybe get a little idea on how Cabo San Lucas spends the holidays. And then in the second hour, Danny Wade from HM Landing is going to be with us. There was a little sign of Yellowtail out there this week and we're going to try and find out what happened to the tuna so danny's going to be with us and during the whole show with us tonight we've got rob tressler rob is a recreational tuna angler but i've got to tell you he is out there probably more than any three or four guys you know rob welcome to the show and thanks for being with us Thank you, John. It's glad. Good to be here. Yeah. Rob's going to, we're going to talk a little bit about tuna fishing, and then also we're going to give you an opportunity to hear a little bit about the San Diego Blood Bank, where Rob is really deeply involved with. And if she makes it because she's doing her holiday uh, preparation right now, Lori Heath might also be with us too. So we're going to have a great show to, for you tonight. But before we get started, let me introduce to you my co-host here on Rod and Reel Radio. First, this gentleman is the voice of one 800 Boat and a pretty darn good fresh and saltwater angler in his own right, Mr. Stan Vandenberg. Stan, howdy, guy.
2: Hi, John. Good evening, everybody. And I'm in the mad dash to try and get everything done, including Christmas. In and tournaments start for me January 4th. So I've had all the work done on the boat. I took it up, and I had a... Seat tear during the year, so I got new seat covers put on here in the last couple of days, and I'll be looking brand new when it comes back, and then I got to put everything in and begin the the quest for, I think, 18 tournaments uh, during the year there, so I'm ready. I can't wait to hear how Wendy did on her trip and what kind of a beating she took. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: well, she is finally with us, Stan. uh, I want to introduce our listening audience, too, to this young lady. She is the national sales manager for Iserline. She represents many other fine products in the fishing industry. She is also an excellent not only fisherman but hunter at the same time. She's just back from a long-range trip, Miss Wendy Toshihara. Wendy, howdy,
3: gal.
4: I am doing pretty good. You know, the last four days have been really hectic for us. We've been canning tuna, and uh, we've we processed our own fish, and then we've been canning the last two days. So, we've uh, got our work cut out for us.
2: Well, Wendy, go on, Stan. I was just wondering how much tuna did you bring back? That's the key.
4: <laughs> uh, probably about 800 pounds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs>
1: well, Wendy and Stan, we're going to get to uh, Wendy's story in the second half uh, of the show when we've got uh, uh, Rob uh, uh, on and we've got Danny Wade. We're going to talk tuna fishing, yellowtail fishing, all that kind of stuff in the second half. And Wendy, we're going to want to find out how you did on your long-range trip. But, guys, I want to get to our first guest because I ran across the story of this individual that really inspired me, and I just couldn't believe his dedication. He wanted to bring fishing to kids that were stuck in hospitals, that were There, because of injuries or cancer or whatever was happening to him, he wanted to do something for him that was other than sitting there aimlessly watching television or waiting for the doctors to come in or any of that stuff. I want you to listen to his story, and I'd like you, uh, I'd like him to tell his story to us. His mom is with us. Let me introduce to you Jake and Tony Kloppenstein from the Tampa Bay, Florida area. And Jake and Tony, welcome to Ron Real Radio.
5: Hi. Hi. Hey. Thank you
1: for having us on. Hey, we are doing well now. Tony, are you there too?
5: Yes, this is
6: Tony. This is mom.
1: Okay. And Jake, are you there? Yes, sir. All Hi. right. Jake, let's start off with telling us what inspired you to make uh, this effort to help kids uh, that were stricken in the hospital with some type of a fishing kit. Can you tell us a little bit about the story,
5: will you please? So when I was in kindergarten, I had a friend named Ryan who always treated me like a like a brother and always protected me from the bigger kids and was just a great friend and a great mentor. And he was diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma, a form of bone cancer. <laughs> Excuse me. And when he was, he was never uh, at school. He was always at home or in the hospital and not having any fun with the kids. And he was just bored out of his mind. So I kind of wanted to make make a hospital stay better for those kids going through cancer Um, just because I wanted to kind of bring his kindness back and help kids that were going through the same thing as him.
1: All right. And... How did, how did you wind up doing this? How did you come up with this idea of of putting together a fishing kit? And tell us a little bit about what it involves and why it, it seems to have picked up so much momentum while why the kids that you presented to seem to be something that they really appreciate.
5: So, uh, like I said, we wanted to make it better for those kids that were in the hospital. So we, we brainstormed for a month. We brainstormed for a while and just tried to get some good ideas on how to make it better. And then we thought of fishing, because fishing is my passion, and I, as well as probably everyone uh, listening to this right now, um, I just love fishing, and I can do it forever. And, like, I can only play a few video games, even though I love video games. I can cast a fishing rod over and over and over again. So we decided to give him a little rod and a tackle box with a bunch of fishing activities in it, so they can learn how to fish so that when they're out, when they get out of the hospital, they have, or they have something to look forward to. So when they're, or 4 they look forward to when they get out of the hospital so they can go fishing. They're not just like, Oh, yay, we're going home again to do nothing. Like they know how to fish. They have a little rod. They can go to Walmart, buy a rod and they know how to tie knots and, uh,
6: On the, right. on the end
5: of the fishing pole
6: is a little bobber. So they're able to sit in the hospital bed. They can sit, you know, at home, wherever they might be, and they can just cast and retrieve. Um, and it's 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 very therapeutic. Uh, you know, it's, it's obviously much better to be able to cast into the water and pull a fish out. But when you can't do that, um, this is kind of the next best thing.
1: Wow. Now... Uh, Tony, as as uh, Jake's mom, uh, you and your husband, uh, tell me when you first got wind of what Jake was doing and how this became a family project, especially with with you guys supporting Jake in his efforts.
6: Yeah, so when Jake had been talking about how you know he felt really bad that there were kids still going through cancer and not able to go out and do fun things and be a kid like fishing. I told him he needed to come up with a way to help these children. So we started initially looking at other, uh, you know, we're in Tampa Bay. I mean, this is, people fish all the time, so we were certain that there had to be somebody that he, that, that some organization that was doing this. Um, but nobody was. So Jake, it was about a year ago, so he was 12, when he said, you know, he really was showing a passion for really getting it started on his own, um, so we went ahead, got it started on our own with the dry fishing kit ideas together and the fishing is relief event ideas together and just started contacting uh, some of the pediatric cancer organizations to help us get started. And uh, we have sitting with us today Tiger Hoffman who was introduced to us through one of those organizations because of his good work in the fishing community and his expertise in fishing and the fishing industry. And Tiger was really how um, we were able to get our organization out in front of the community and to really gain the support and the financial needs that were being met so that we could uh, reach more more patients. And, and it, was, it was pretty interesting. It's our very first fishing event, which was just a little over a year ago, we had five kids show up. The second event, we had over 30 children. So just in the, over the matter of a couple of months and we're getting out about what we were doing, um, it just grew very, very quickly.
1: All right. So not only is uh, Jake and you guys and then with the help of uh, Tiger Hoffman, you're not only getting these kits together that you can meet the needs of uh, kids that are stuck in the hospital, but now what you're doing is you're trying to take some of these people and and run fishing tournaments, as I understand it, and bring them out and introduce them to fishing where maybe they've never had the opportunity to do that. Is that uh, a correct assumption?
6: Yes, that is. And we don't even call it a tournament because we just want them to come out and relax and let the kids be kids. So uh, I'll let Jake tell you a little more about the fishing as relief event.
1: All right. Well, Jake, what I want to ask you is, how are you greeted when you come in and you see these strangers that you've never seen before, and you make the offering to them uh, uh, with these kits? Are are these kind of set up ahead of time that the people know that you are coming in here and they've they've asked for you to come in?
5: Um. Yeah, they're set up. Um. People will contact us through Facebook uh, because they'll see our
6: posts and what we're doing, or or they'll hear from uh, somebody, one of their friends, what we're doing, Uh, and radio shows like yours. Uh, Jake's been been on some TV programs, and just getting the word out, uh, then we get get contacted, and we then set up a a day and time that we can come to the hospital that's best for that child and teach them how to dry fish
1: well do the uh the doctors and the nurses uh, do they get a little concerned when uh, they're walking uh, uh down the aisles and all of a sudden uh, a uh a bobber at the end of the line comes bouncing down the uh, the corridor and it's someone that's trying their casting
5: ability uh, usually they get excited because it's because they're in a hospital and there's not Sadly, there's not a lot of joy in the hospital. So when they see that bobber fly out and the kid laughing and like smiling because that was their furthest cast yet, they're like, "This, um, this is awesome." And I think it makes their i I personally think it makes their day. It makes my day. Um, but it's just overall they're like really, really happy. And uh, whenever the whenever like we've had Trinity running around, uh, playing not like just. From Casting around, all around the hospital. they they like it and they laugh and have fun with them. And, and duck, they've learned to duck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, Can you ask a question, John, go, Stan. You know what you were talking about? Tiger Hoffman is he a, a tournament guy that is just local to the area and decided he was going to help you with all this?
3: Yeah, <clears throat> this is Tiger. Um, I Tiger, I have a come to the show. Yes, sir. Nice to meet you. Um, I am a uh, professional redfish tournament angler and an offshore angler, um, but I have a fishing club called South Shore Anglers that I was contacted by Tony and Jake's very first speaking engagement was at the club. And as soon as I met him and heard his story, it was like an instant connection. Um, me being having several different pediatric ailments, saw that <clears throat> this is going to be huge and. Being able to put them out in front of the whole fishing community has been absolutely fantastic. Um, the best part about it is is that, you know, we put together these these fishing get-togethers with all these kids. You know, some of them are still fighting cancer. Some of them are in remission. But you get these kids out there that where they've been practicing while they've been laying in bed getting chemo. You get them out there, you're baiting their hook, and as soon as you put it in the water off of a dock or off of a pier or off the side of the pond, and they catch their first fish, and you see that overwhelming <laughs> amount of joy in their face, <clears throat> it really brings your life into perspective of what you have and what you don't have. You know, when you're, when they when they show up, we get them all signed in, they get, <clears throat> they get a shirt, they get a hat that is SPF 50, it's called a gill shirt, uh, we give yep. them their rod and reel combos, all set up, and it's up to the parents. But most of the time, the parents will actually just take a couple step backs because we have a lot of volunteers that I've brought to the um, to the organization in our fishing community that will come out for those couple hours, and they will help each and every kid. Every kid is designated to one volunteer that will help them teach them the casting portion of it when it's actually when bait's involved and a real hook is on. When they catch a fish, they bring the fish in, they teach them how to take the fish off, the proper release. But it, to be able to step back and watch the parents watch their kid catch a fish and actually for the first time in however long be a kid and have fun and see that smile, I have seen, I've seen tears just absolutely start filling up in people's eyes where it causes me to cry. Because you right. literally, you, they get to be a kid for two hours and not worry about I got to take this medicine, I got to go get my blood this, I got waiting on a test here, I got to sit here and worry about this. They're a kid for two hours.
1: All right, hey guys, we've got to take a break right now. Can I ask you to hold on and we can keep you on for a little bit longer? You got it. All right, hey, we're speaking with. uh
2: by outstanding, by the way, Tiger. We're speaking
1: with uh, Jake and Tony Kloppenstein and all from uh, 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 Anglers for Relief. Uh, Tiger Hoffman is with us, who is uh, on board, helping them also with this project of uh, bringing fishing uh, fishing kits to kids in hospitals and also helping run events for them where where they can get them outside and get them fishing. So uh, stay tuned. There's a lot more to come. Stan, Wendy, and I will be back after these messages.
8: Turner's Outdoorsman, California's number one fishing, hunting, and shooting sports retailer now has 28 locations. Turner's is your one-stop shop for fishing tackle, hunting gear, and everything for shooting sports. Turner's offers a full selection and unmatched prices on the gear you need. Whether you're planning a fishing trip with the family or chasing giant tuna, Turner's highly skilled staff will make sure you have the gear for your next adventure. Visit turners.com to find a Turner's store near you and be sure to join the Turner's Discount Club to get weekly ads and specials right to your inbox. Turner's Outdoorsman, your one-stop shop for all your fishing needs.
9: Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with the brand new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your bait casters. The PTA design has the new PTXA frame. Lighter, stronger, bone-crushing drag, quantum fishing. We are performance-tuned. Check them out at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa or AnglersArsenal.com or give us a call at 619-466-8355. Are you looking for a quality fishing experience out of San Lucas for you, your
1: family, and friends, but are a little set back with what charter company to choose? We urge you to use American and family-owned Lands and Charters. Lands and Charters offers their passengers affordable and all-inclusive services on a variety of vessels and trips. Fish with the latest of fishing gear while experiencing the hospitality of a long-time-owned family business. Go to lensandcharters.com to see all of their vessels and amenities available. Call Cobble Greg or Jenny at 800-281-5778 when you're ready for an action-packed Cabo fishing experience. This portion of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockleys Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. Look or ask for the Rock Lease at your local fishing tackle dealer. Hey, Stan and I, we want to welcome you back to Reel Radio. We have our special guest this hour of Jake and Tony Kloppenstein. And with them is Tiger Hoffman, and they are with Anglers for Relief. And it is an organization that uh, was started by an idea that Jake, a young angler, had with bringing fishing to kids that are in the hospital that are maybe uh, suffering with cancer or whatever it is. And, and Jake and Tony, I want to take just a minute because my guest that I have in the second hour happens to be with me in the studio and we had him aboard because he is a tuna fisherman and we're going to talk about tuna fishermen, but he has also a very extensive background and oncology and Rob Tressler, I want to bring in right now. And Rob you know, you can tell us a little bit about the, the temperament or the kids that get into the hospital sometimes, and it's more than just the affliction that is affecting them.
10: Well, they're going to a hospital, and oftentimes with uh, advanced care therapeutics for things like Ewing sarcoma or other types of malignant uh, cancers in children in particular. Um, well, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, a real quick story. Uh, about me and and what I saw, and it was as a graduate student at training at MD Anderson Cancer Center for was there as a staff member, but also did my graduate work there, and I got my doctorate from there. And in the evenings, late at night, sometimes you'd work twenty four hours a day as a grad student, and you'd go down to the cafeteria to get something to eat at like one or two in the morning. And um, and I wanted to get my PhD, and then I wanted to go be a marine biologist like Merritt. Unfortunately, that didn't happen, but. Um, you'd see the children in the families in the daytime, but honestly, for me as a grad student, a busy adult, young adult, uh, they were somewhat invisible to me. And what hit me was um, one evening I was there and I was walking through with my tray of food and someone, uh, pardon, someone threw up on the floor next to me and it splattered onto my shoes and was, it annoyed me. And I looked over and it was a, a four-year-old little girl or thereabouts with a pink bow on her head and a frilly dress with her family. And I walked by. and said, well, that's that's a shame. You know, you typically I'm a human being. So that's a shame. And uh, went on to sit down. And as I was walking through the main cafeteria to sitting in the faculty special, ooh, la la faculty area, I, I looked around and I saw another family with a, a look like a teenager with a young girl without hair. And I saw another family sitting having um, having what appeared to be dinner or lunch. But it was two o'clock in the morning. They were out to have lunch with their kids when no one could stare at them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
10: you so know, the the hospital environment is can be somewhat sterile or, or impersonal at times. So I applaud what you're doing. Anything at all that makes these children step away from the monster that follows them around and allows them to, for some period of time, be distracted and, and do stuff like this is just tremendous absolutely tremendous and we can't thank you think enough for that
1: you know jake tony and, and you know- uh, tigers is this something that uh that uh, you can relate to that you've seen and and maybe at times can bring a tear or two to your eyes oh.
3: yeah i mean you know growing up i had open heart surgery when i was first born and i was in the hospital a lot growing up um i'm a type one diabetic so the early part of my life was majority in the hospital. Now I'm 6'1", 195 pounds, with a beautiful 14-year-old daughter that if anything ever happened to her, I'd probably lose my mind. But it's one of those things that I relate to. Like anyone in this community here in Tampa Bay or anywhere, I get calls about twice a week to help put on charity fishing tournaments. And I can't say no. I literally can't say no because I've been blessed enough that I went through all my stuff with minimum scarring, but I know because of friends, dear friends that have had children in those situations that they didn't make it, that every little thing that I can do that Jake does and that Tony does, they have my full support. And the best part about it is this Tampa Bay community is when I say has our back, Anyone and everyone that sees or hears anything that we're doing is always willing to jump in and help. Hey, can I help put the boxes together? Can I help sit there and get you the ride and reel combos that you need? Can I help you sit there and get the tackle boxes that you need? Hey, can I put on an event here at my shop so we can sit there and hopefully raise money or have people come in and bring the donation? It's, It's completely overwhelming. And the best part about it, again, guys, is, when you see that kid that's been down and Moby and you hear that parent, you hand them, you hand them that that fishing kit, and all they are is smiles, and all they want to do is sit there and try to catch that little bobber and hit that target on the back of the tackle box. And the parents come to you and says, "He has not been this happy in months. It's completely overwhelming, and it 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 into." See the parents reaction is the best part because now you see that little bit of sigh of relief in them.
1: Wendy, you have a comment now?
4: I do, you know, from the mother's perspective, my daughter was in and out of the hospital for 4 years when she was in high school and um you're absolutely right, you know, giving them something to look forward to that they can plan on and practice and and go do is awesome, but on the on, on another aspect is for Tony to see that and support her son in doing this. It's awesome because, um, the support all along the way, all the way to the, the child in the hospital is very important. And, and everybody needs that. So kudos to both of you, all three of you.
1: Ah, uh, you Thank absolutely. You, you bet
5: you. guys.
4: Thank you,
1: Jake and Tony, tell Thank us, uh, where is this going? Uh, it is where it is now, and what do you see happening here in the future?
3: Well, like, I know one of the bigger things is <clears throat> we've actually had hospitals from across the country, pediatric cancer hospitals, reaching out to us because they want to implement their, the program into their hospitals to help with their kids that they have. So it's literally us putting together these kits more it's being able to see it almost go from coast to coast this is sitting there and knowing daggone well that fishing the largest sport in the world is actually sitting there making these kids smile giving them something to look forward to and fight harder to beat.
1: all right and uh you guys have started an organization called angling for relief and tiger hoffman you're on the the board for that organization Uh, Tell me, what, what is it this organization uh, is going to do and how are they going to help implement Tony and uh, Jake's uh, vision of where this should be going?
3: The, the best part is, is um, really the nonstop communication that we're having with all of the pediatric cancer organizations in this area that are tied to different hospitals all across this country. Um, And getting that communication back where we're saying, hey, this hospital is talking to here, Tony will be able to communicate with those hospitals saying, all right, these are the things that we can do to help implement. Sometimes it's even going out there to the hospital and saying, hey, this is how we do it. This is how we deliver it. We also include uh, a little bit of teaching involved. So it's not just handing them the rod and reel and saying, okay, have fun. It's literally sitting there and showing, hey, press this button, give a little toss. You want to take this Bobber. The education part of it is the best. Like, the equipment that's inside these tackle boxes is stuff for them to actually help practice. So it's literally communication. The big thing that we're we're really trying to do is figure out the best way to get all of these items together to be able to get them shipped out to these hospitals. Um, Because it is, I mean, you're giving them many... Fishing rod and reel combos. You're giving them a tackle box. You're giving them a paracord inside so they can set. They can learn how to tie knots. Uh, you're giving them the stickers. Um, so it's it's really a big, huge. I call it a family event where we're really trying to organize everything and get everyone involved that can help us put more things in tackle box that the kid will like. You know, is it something like maybe it's like a little pair of uh, toenail clippers or whatever, it's just literally getting those little things together, getting the boxes put together, then getting them shipped out, and at the same time being able to have that consistent communication with that director that we're dealing with at those hospitals to make sure everything's being implemented correctly. Tiger, I got a
2: question here. Who are the the sponsors that have been helping you the most in in this?
3: Um, the sponsors that have been helping us the most is actually the apparel company called Gills. Um, yep. they have a sh- they have a shirt that is a SPF of fifty. Um, yep. so they also have a mask that some of the masks are built into the shirt, and some of the masks are actually free. Where they just pull over, they can put it over their ears and their nose, and it completely protects them from the sun. Again, it has a SPF of fifty. They've been a huge support. Um, Pin has been a huge support. Pure fishing. Uh, we have a lot of local bait shops here in the area that have been the military. We have a MacDill Air Force Base here. Um, a lot of we had a couple of gentlemen that donated thousands of yards of paracord line for us to be able to cut up and put into these kits. Um, so it's been been extremely extremely helpful. But the the bigger sponsors are are really right now is Gills Pure Fishing and uh, our local bait and tackle shop.
1: All right, Jake and Tony, how can we as our listeners uh, not only here in Southern California but those people that are listening to us actually throughout the United States and the world? How can we help you out in achieving this goal and seeing your vision come to fruition?
5: So the biggest the biggest thing is sharing us on social media, so Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh just spreading the word and using hashtag disuse relief on your posts just to uh, spread the word and help notify more cancer patients and people that are willing to help uh, just so they can, so they can help us out. One of
6: the things we've learned with the pediatric cancer community is a lot
5: of times the families
6: will kind of retreat and kind of close themselves off. Um, so anyone who knows of a, of a, patient, a child going through cancer, or is a cancer survivor because they still have scars. They have very, very deep scars. And being able to get them some relief through phishing is is important, too. You know, once your cancer treatment stops, you know, that's not the end of it um, for for a lot of patients.
1: All right, guys. And uh, how so can again, we like keep with saying, track of your progress on... Uh, Jake, Tony, and Tiger, how can we keep track of your progress on, on what you're doing and uh, keep up the snuff?
6: So uh, we try to post everything we can on Facebook and Instagram. But also, if you subscribe to our website, uh, anglingforrelease.org, we also give updates. And we also have a YouTube video, uh, our YouTube channel, that is what the children use to learn how to do Uh, tying knots, and um, just different things that are in their dry fishing kit.
1: Okay, we'll make sure that we put uh, that link on the Rod and Reel radio link uh, uh, tomorrow. And uh, guys, I can't thank you enough for taking some time to be with us. I I know you've been waiting a long time for our phone call, so I appreciate it. And explaining to us what you're doing, what uh, Anglers for Relief is all about, and on behalf of, of Wendy Stan and all of us here we congratulate you Jake for taking the initiative and Tony and your husband John thank you very much for supporting Jake in this and Tiger you jumping aboard and helping them with the the clubs and your expertise in fishing and your personal you know feeling for what a young man goes through when they're in the hospital and what they're looking for guys Thank you so much for being with us and your efforts and we'll keep track of what you're doing. And we appreciate you taking the time to be with us this evening.
5: Thank you for letting us on this show and uh, giving me a lot more credit than I deserve because it's, it's a lot more than just me. It's, it's a lot, just a lot of the fishing community and everyone helping me and people like you that are willing to just let me on their uh, radio shows and spread the word thank
1: you so much yeah but it takes just that one stone thrown into a quiet lake that starts the ripple effect and it sure sounds like you were it jake thanks a lot for being with us tonight everyone hey guys we got to take a break right now uh coming up next uh kabo greg arpezi from lands and charters will be with us and then after that danny wade from h&m landing rob tressler with more about tuna fishing But Wendy and I and Stan, we have to take a break right now. We'll be back after these messages.
7: There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
1: Hi, this is John, and I'd like to invite you to the new Angler's Arsenal location in Lakeside, California. We have put together a staff of experts that'll help you find the tackle and gear you need at a price you can afford. We carry all the major brands, and if you need custom work done, we can do that for you with both rods and reels. How about servicing your old equipment? No problem. We can do it quickly, easily, at a price you can afford. We also do custom hand-poured plastics through Western Plastics. Design the lure of your dreams and catch the fish that have been getting away. So come and visit us in Lakeside. We're at 12255 Woodside Avenue. Or you can visit us at anglersarsenal.com. If you need to call us, we're at 619-466-8355. Our hours are Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. See you there. We all like to travel, whether it's for business or it's pleasure. But one thing we all like to do, it's save money. Well, we got a travel tip for you. Bill Boyce has put together a travel website for you that can save you a lot of money. You can become your own travel agent. The site is bookwithboyce.com. You're going to save yourself 5 to 35% on all nationally advertised travel rates. You want to uh, go to Mexico? You want to go to Hawaii? bookwithboyce.com can offer you outstanding prices. And here's the deal. There's no surprises for accommodations, rental cars, or activities. So try bookwithboyce.com now and thank Bill Boyce later on.
7: We want to tell our listeners a little about Bajo La Luna restaurant located within a lush hidden garden in the heart of Cabo San Lucas, this family-run restaurant offers patrons a selection of unbelievable tapas the most delicious mexican entrees an outstanding selection of wines and crafted cocktails and the most amazing desserts all served in an upscale casual outdoors atmosphere at prices you'll find very affordable when you visit bajo la luna mention Rodden and real and there might just be a complimentary beverage served with your dining experience bajo la luna is located right across the street from cabo wabo and offers free or valet parking. Get all the information you'll need to visit Bajo La Luna restaurant on Facebook. Just click their direct link icon found on rodandreelradio.com.
11: Hi, this is Lori Heath. You may know me from some of the fishing boats out of San Diego. I want to talk to you about something that's really close to my heart. Did you know that when you donate blood, you're not only helping others, you're also helping yourself? Donating blood lowers the risk of heart attacks in men by more than 70%, lowers the risk of developing cancer, and helps you maintain a healthy liver. So donate blood to help someone else and to help yourself. If you can't donate, you can still make a difference with the financial gift it's the best way to give back hook line and sinker and for more information and to make a financial donation or an appointment visit san diegobloodbank.org that's the san diegobloodbank.org and just to let you know i'm also a blood donor
1: hey stan wendy and i we want to welcome you back to Ron real radio you know you want to give yourself a great christmas gift well, here's a good way to do it. Get a hold with bookwithvoice.com. Book, with book uh, a trip down to Cabo San Lucas. And then when you're down there, visit our good friend Sissy Plowmans at Bajo de Luna or La Golandrina or our next guest. You want to call, give them a call and go out with a tr- on a trip with them to Land's End Charters. And let's welcome the owner-operator of Land's End Charters, COP captain greg arpezi captain greg welcome to the show sir hey guys how are you doing hey we are doing great i guess the well, question is we're coming down to the christmas time and everything like that what are the yeah. happenings in cabo san lucas and san jose del cabo right
12: now so you know it's uh, it's been really uh really good fishing um we've had uh some really big tuna, big uh, big 200-plus pound uh, yellowfin uh, running around, and uh, we've had some fun catching those. Billfish, last week was a little rough based on uh, the full moon. It was really bright, and uh, you know how that goes with these big full moons, um, especially down here. Um, but uh, fishing overall has been excellent. Big Dorado, big tuna, big wahoo, um, and uh, things are going to start to get better now that uh, we're getting into a different moon phase. So really looking forward to this week coming up.
1: Are we coming up for a particular season that it's better for going out to catching certain fish than other times of the year, uh, Captain Greg? Uh, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about how the seasons affect what we should be targeting when we come down there.
12: Well, you know, the thing about uh, this fishery is that it's a transitory fishery. We get you know all different species throughout the year. Certainly, there's times of the years that are better, um, but mainly it's based on conditions, water temps, things like that. What we're going to get into right now during winter season what you know um we call it winter season but it never gets over you know <laughs> under yes. 65. um you know we're looking at a good yellow we're looking good forward to a good yellow tail bite um something that we look forward to every year this year we got a good spanish mackerel bite going on inshore um, which is something again we look forward to this time of year and then between now and january february billfish you know striped marlin um sailfish um, hopefully we get some, uh, some big schools of these, uh, smaller tuna. So, so football size, um, you know, school tuna and, uh, and, and that's, you know, Dorado, Wahoo, all the normal pelagic, uh, uh, species, but we look forward to the yellow, yellow because We don't see those too often, um, except for this time of year and the Spanish mackerel, which is always fun to catch and, and get to eat. So that's what we're looking forward to right now, for the next couple of months.
1: Stan, you, uh, you were brought to my attention. There was a, um, uh, a special added benefit that Captain Greg was uh, going to be offering to uh, uh, you know people coming out to fish with him. You want to uh, ask, uh, a talk a little bit, Captain Greg, about that?
2: Yeah, I saw the the post that uh, that they had made. I mean, most of the guys when you go fishing in Cabo, you know, you got to come in and you you pay whatever you're going to pay for the fillet. <laughs> but aren't you offering? I think Greg said he was offering a new. Uh, extra benefit to the guys that uh, are going to be coming down there which nobody else right now is offering you want to talk about the the processing that's available
12: yeah so we're really excited about this i'll I'll tell you the quick story we last year tried to open our own processing center at the marina there at at, at tesoro and uh unfortunately we weren't able to get the the licensing the the proper licensing and the hotel wasn't really too big of a fan of having us process fish underneath their hotel so We've been working on a deal where we <laughs> well, can offer, <laughs> where we can offer our guests a way to take back their fish. Because one of the biggest questions we get is, "How do I get my fish home?" Some people think they have to, you know, uh, ship it or something like that. And the truth is, is that all the major airlines that fly to Cabo will accept fish if it's properly packaged as cargo, as regular, you know, checked baggage, if you will. Um, you just need a hard-sided cooler. You can bring it back home, but you do have to have somebody who can process the fish. So we teamed up with our friends at Baja Fish Smokers. And what they're going to do for all of our clients, um, they will uh, uh, vacuum seal, fillet, obviously vacuum seal, and freeze the fish. And then, which is really, really unusual, we'll deliver it to your resort or wherever you're staying at no charge. So there's no limit on poundage. Um, all of our guests will have this service included in their charters. We haven't increased our rates, something that we've been working on and something I've wanted to do for a long time. So we're really excited about that. Um, not have to worry about it. Deliver it to your resort. Take it back home with you. And it's an easy process, which is what we always try to do—is make things easy. And it's, uh, it's so far it's been excellent, and we were really happy with it.
2: You know, this is a really invaluable service, gang. <laughs> if you've never it been is. to Cabo and you've never fished. Because you can walk down the street if you've ever been down to to Cabo, and there's every hawker on the street trying to give you a boat to go out to fish, and <laughs> you pay the guys whatever you're going to pay them, and then you find out what you're fishing in and what you got to fish with for rods and reels. Then you got to come back, and they'll catch your fish and throw it into a gar into a, a trash bag or a, or a bag from the <laughs> a local store. what you take home is a bloody fillets in a bag from, from the store, whatever it is. To to have this service where everything can be cryopacked and packaged like they do in San Diego and have it, you know, put into your ice chest where you can take most of the hotels around, we'll freeze your fish. They'll keep that. They know what what – they've been doing this for years. And – or if you're staying in uh, one of the local places where you've got a refrigerator freezer, you can freeze it yourself and take it back in your own ice chest. But – to have this done where you're not paying, you know, X, Y, Z amount for butchered fillets is really a benefit.
12: It, I think it really is. And, uh, you know, uh, the questions that people have are, you know, how do I know it's my fish and that sort of thing. And I've dealt with Baja fish smokers. They were in San Jose for a long time and opened in Cabo. And uh, they're really, really good people. They're very, very honest. And I wouldn't have done it. If I didn't feel like it was a hundred percent legitimate, and uh, they were going to do what they promised, and so far it's been excellent standing. And you know, in Mexico, I've been here a long time. My family's been here for over fifty years, and so we know everybody. We know most likely you know their mom, their dad, their cousin. You know, it's such a small town. So these guys are really good. They're very good at what they do, and they do offer fish smoking, which is outstanding. I mean, if you've had a, a you know a piece of smoked uh, yellowfin tuna. Or Wahoo, it's just really incredible. So it's it's a good uh, good service, and we're excited to be able to offer it. and And it's one less thing to have to worry about. You just come down, you fish take your fish home with you don't have to worry about it don't have to deal with anybody other than us and so it's excellent and we uh, we're really happy to to be able to do that for our clients
2: you know that's such a benefit for the anglers coming down there to have that even if they can get that done and then put it into their ice chest and take it back to wherever they're staying that's that's perfect because other than if you don't do that because i know all my friends that go down there if i'm down there staying in my place they. Here I've got all this fish, and I'm the guy that ends up trimming the floor. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right. I do the so processing I, for them. So having last time I was,
12: that. Go. Sorry ahead. about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes, yeah, these guys are, are very good, sharp knives, and, uh, and they know what they're doing, and, uh, and so one less thing to worry about. But last time I was on with you. Um, I mentioned I had something I wanted to share, and I don't know if we have time for it, but if you have a few minutes, I'd love to be able to share some info Yo. with uh, with the listeners. Yeah,
1: do it. Do it now. Uh, yeah.
12: So so last time we talked, it was during tournament season, right after the Bisbee's or the or the tuna jackpot, I don't recall. Right. But anyway, I, I, I wanted to share this with you because I know there's lots of people listening that have an interest. Every year we get calls from people who want to fish these big tournaments, the Bisbee's, black and blue, the uh, the tuna jackpot, jackpot, even the Pelagic, um, a triple crown that happens here every year. Um, and they just don't have a team together which means you know they they, they have to spend a lot of money to put it to put to to participate and so every year i get these calls and every year i think about it and this year i'm finally going to do it which is i'm going to create a open seat for these tournaments in other words we're going to have a lands End charters fishing team we're going to have the boats the crews uh the, the entries the the jackpots at certain levels for some of these tournaments as kind of a package deal for individual anglers so if you have wanted to fish these big tournaments and want to get in, and and stand you know what it's like um it's incredible it's a lot of fun and it's a once-in-a-lifetime type of a deal especially if you can hang something good obviously you know there's a million dollar checks every year but we're going to make it so that it's affordable for an individual angler to be able to participate join a group of four to six other anglers on these tournament teams. And so um, it'll give people a chance to, to, to know what it's like to fish in these big, giant, you know, 100-boat tournaments that are just awesome and incredible. And, and you've been down for those things. You know what it's like and how it gets. Um, so we're really excited to announce that. And uh, over the next week, my website's going through a, a little uh, upgrade here. And over the next week, I'll have the information on the website. But it'll be individual seats, first come, first serve. We're going to fill. I'm going to try to fill at least one boat for each of the major tournaments. Um, most likely the uh, the, the uh, Los Cabos Billfish, the Bisbee's Black and Blue, the Bisbee's Offshore, and the Tuna Jackpot Tournament, and maybe the Pelagic Triple Crown, um, if there's interest in that. But it'll all be online on our website. You can get the information, and it'll, it'll be fun. And, and I'm really excited to be able to share that with, uh, with the listeners, and hopefully people can can uh, come down and have a good time
7: with us. Well, well, you know, got,
2: during, at the, during Thanksgiving, I was up with a, with a guy that uh, – I had had taught how to do the, how to catch the big tuna, what to use, how to go about it. And he, he, uh, had started fishing. He actually won one of the events and, uh, he and his crew and, and the, and he should have won two or three, but he, 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 he's learned, (laughs) he's he's had it on and lost it. But in in, he thought we, he was going to go long range fishing with me this next year, but I'm not, I have my, uh normal 13-day, whatever it is, the schedule's got all messed up, so I'm not going to run a charter, right. and now he's looking for a boat, and I told him right. I have a guy that you can right. call that, looks, that will have a, a boat and the right kind of crew because he's, right. he's, right. he's a talented guy, but he and his family have been coming down there uh, for the last five years and competing, and right. he's looking for a boat, so I'm going to have him call right. you uh, pretty quick here and get that nailed sure. down.
12: Yeah. We've we've been lucky enough to to have a winning um team on one major tournament, at least one major tournament for the last four years going. So we want to keep that going. But this time I want it to be our team <laughs> with our shirts. it will include shirts and all the whole deal and it'll be a lot of fun. But but mostly it's giving people a chance to come down who, you know, don't have ten, twenty thousand dollars to spend on on one of these tournaments, but can split that up and make it affordable. And I'm giving deals on these boats and these are good boats, good crews. Past winners, you know all the right tackle, you know what it takes and the right the right uh eighty wide reels for these big tunas or whatever we whatever needed we have it down breakers and kites and you know everything so that so that we can get a good chance to win and so um so it'll be fun it'll be exciting you know look out for the for the information on our website lands dot com it should be coming up here in the next uh, few days, and hopefully you have me on again before, obviously uh before then and we can talk again and I can give it the link to it but it, uh, it'll well, be fun if, if this, somebody dude. wants to get a hold kidding? of me. <laughs> What's that? Well, I said you're kind of stuck with this.
2: We'll, we'll have you back on to keep this going because there are going to be people. <laughs> that I I know there they were people I talked to while or just before the tournaments were going wondering, how can I get involved with that? So being right. able to offer this, uh, you right. will have a contingent of people that – Hey, I, I would like to just go out there and and be involved. You know that they, they've right. never been in anything like that before. Right. Uh, and and if you've never been down there for one of these events, or never been in, let's say you, it's it's a pretty one percent of the one percent of the one percent that actually get the chance to be in a boat and fish in one of these mega marlin tournaments to have right. all these multi-million dollar vessels pointed out and they, you know, they fire that thing off and everybody takes off running. It's pretty doggone exciting. And if you've never (laughs) done that or tried that, that is something everybody ought to try at least once.
1: How many spots do you think you're going to be able to make available for this offer? Because this this is a fantastic offer.
12: Yeah. So I'm hoping I'm going to start with one boat, right? I have the boat already. I have the boats lined up for each tournament, at least one. And if if there's enough, you know, interest, I can always find another boat challenge for these tournaments. And Stan can tell you is there's a hundred last year, there's 145 boats entered into the tuning jackpot. I don't know what the final number was, but it was around there. It's, you know, it's hard to find that a good (laughs) boat when that many boats are headed out. So I put aside some nice boats, um, at least one for each of these tournaments, and if I need to, I can find more boats. Um, um, and so, you know, we're talking about six, per, six or four people, like a big one, the big black and blue. I want, I want uh, at least six people so that the cost is reasonable, right? Um, and uh, and I'm talking, I want it to be under two thousand dollars per person. So between fifteen hundred and two thousand is going to be about the range per person, but that'll include, you know, the full charter. Everything included um, the boat, entry uh, um, key, jackpots, everything. Yeah. So it's a really good deal if, you, if, if you've ever looked at doing something like this. And if you're a single angler and you like to fish and you like to have a good time and these are big parties and enjoy that atmosphere, it'll be amazing and worth every single penny, I promise you that, for sure.
1: Yeah, Captain Greg, how can people stay in contact with you and be alerted to, to when these these great deals, come on up, or just give you a call if they're coming down to Cabo San Lucas and uh, they want to just go on a sightseeing tour and want to go out on a quality vessel or something. Yeah, that's the best way to stay in sure. contact with you.
12: So, so the, uh, easy to get a hold of us. We have a toll-free number, a call from the states or Canada, 800-281-5778, 800-281-5778. You can just Google us, lands and charters we come right up or our website's com. And on our website, we also have a live chat where you can chat with us. No email required, no nonsense. You just click your, I want to chat and we'll talk to you and answer your questions. And you can always just call. Um, Jenny and I are going to be on the phones all week this week. We're very busy and uh, love to talk to you guys and, and put something together and uh, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're easy to get a hold of for sure. Greg at landsandcharters.com is my email directly, too, if you'd like to If you, to send if a you missed
1: any of that, just go to Ron Real Radio, uh, our site, ronrealradio.com. Go down to the Lands Landsand icon, give that a push, and you're going to be right in contact with uh, Cabo Greg and Jenny. Hey, Cabo Greg... We don't know if we're going to get the chance to talk to you before the holidays come up, but you guys have a special holiday, and thanks for being with us, and thanks for a great report, and we look forward to speaking with you again soon.
12: Thank you, guys. Talk to you again soon. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and, uh, and uh, we'll talk soon.
2: One more thing, Greg. How's your wheel?
12: <laughs> you got a bad wheel. I bad. Know you have yeah, bad. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. And especially when it starts to get colder, it's real bad. So, yeah, I'm dealing with it.
2: <laughs> well, you have a Merry Christmas, my friend. We'll catch you a little later. Thank you,
12: bud. All right. Uh, Talk to you guys later. Bye.
1: Hey, that's it for the first hour. And Stan, Wendy, and I, we're going to take a break right now. Coming up at the six, uh, second hour, Danny Wade from H&M Lightning, he's going to be with us, give a report on what's happening locally, where those tuna have gone to, and all other things you need to know about offshore fishing. Rob Tressler
10: is with us, recreational angler rob is probably rob how many trips have you made do you think this season oh i don't know almost every weekend when if a boat got off the dock Lori and i were on the boats so we didn't miss a weekend starting the end of march
1: wow so we're going to find out a little bit more on how a recreational angler keeps up on that pace and what his thoughts are about the uh, the tuna bite that we've had there this season and what's happening here currently so stay tuned there's still a lot more Ron real radio to come after these messages
8: Turner's Outdoorsman, California's number one fishing, hunting, and shooting sports retailer, now has 28 locations. Turner's is your one-stop shop for fishing tackle, hunting gear, and everything for shooting sports. Turner's offers a full selection and unmatched prices on the gear you need. Whether you're planning a fishing trip with the family or chasing giant tuna, Turner's highly skilled staff will make sure you have the gear for your next adventure. Visit turners.com to find a Turner's store near you and be sure to join the Turner's Discount Club to get weekly ads and specials right to your inbox. Turner's Outdoorsman, your one-stop shop for all your fishing needs.
9: Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with the brand new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your bait casters. The PTA design has the new PTXA frame. Lighter, stronger, bone crushing drag. Quantum fishing. We are performance tuned. Check them out at Anglers Arsenal in La Mesa or AnglersArsenal.com or give us a call at 619 466 8355 Hey everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com.
1: Run Real Radio is brought to you by BajaBound.com Insurance Services. Are you driving to Mexico? You can buy and print out your Mexican auto insurance policy online in the convenience of your own home or office in minutes. Now with BajaBound.com's easy to use website. After printing your auto insurance, check out the BajaBound.com site. There too, you will find great travel tips and information to help you get the most out of your next road trip south of the border. So this is an important fact to remember. Use BajaBound.com. It's the easiest way to find and get Mexican auto insurance.
9: The warm weather
0: is here and our lakes and rivers are brimming. Just remember, if you love California and you love to boat, please wear your life jacket. And make sure everyone with you puts one on, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
1: Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. Joining us this hour is uh, Rob Tressler, a recreational angler. Before we get to our next guest, though, I want to remind you that Baja Bound now offers watercraft liability insurance. So if you're taking your boat down south of the border, make sure that you insure both your vehicle and your boat. Best way to do it is with Baja Bound. Dot com. They'll answer all the questions for you on site. And when you get on their site, they've got all kinds of great traveling trips that you need to know. They can set you up with a fishing license. They can answer questions to you about particular locations. That's BajaBound.com. Hey, let's welcome our next guest to the show. We, uh, we want to find out what's happening out there with this weather we've had coming through for the past couple of days. Who better to ask than Danny Wade at H&M Landing, who's right there where all the action is. Danny, welcome to Rod and Real Radio.
13: How's it going, John?
1: Hey, it is good. You've got Stan, Wendy, and Rob Tressler here with us in the studio.
4: Good. Hey, Dan. Hi. Hey, Dan.
13: <laughs> hey, hey, Danny,
1: Dan. we want to wish you two a happy belated birthday. I like what you went out and did for your birthday.
13: Yeah, I went out and caught some yellowtail. It was fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. So where do yeah, you was- find those? Right out in front here, out out in front of Point Loma, and, um, and up upward towards La Jolla.
2: No kidding. Look at you and your all bad self. How big were they?
13: Yeah, uh, eighteen, twenty, twenty-two. That's good stuff, right there. Nice, yeah. nice size fish. You know, nice, that- nice size. There was a bunch of it in there. You know, we'll see what goes on with the big swell, but there was a bunch of it in there.
1: Wow. Wow! Now I guess this weekend, because of the swells that we had and everything like that, did, did uh, many of the boats get the opportunity to go out there? I know Rob was out there, and I'm I'm not sure they were as successful as they wanted to be. What What's the report that
13: you've heard? Well, uh, I mean, the uh, Grande had some fish at the islands uh, yesterday. You know, they had like thirty nine yellow. You know, they're got uh, ten pound fish or so, maybe seven to ten pound fish. Nice. Uh, you know, at the mm-hmm. island somewhere. I don't know where, but. Uh, he had been blanked all morning, and then about three o'clock, he calls in here and says, "Yeah, we found them. We got thirty-nine of them." So, there's fish at the islands again. There's this fish out front here. You know, uh, somebody's half-day boats around will be able to get it. You know, depending on you know Mother Nature and how long it stays in the area. But uh, so that's what's going on here locally. Uh, tuna-wise, not much. I know this yellowfin is down outside of San Martin. But uh, it doesn't seem to be up here anymore. And the bluefin will, you know, they'll stick their head up when they're good and ready. <laughs> uh, like the, the premier is going to start getting ready to do their uh, their winter rock cod thing down below the border when they shut the rockfish off here on, in Southern California. So they'll start that on the first Monday of uh, January
1: well that'll be pretty sweet and uh, and then also if people are are not interested uh, in going out you know fishing right now H&M Landing is offering some great whale watching opportunities and I want to thank uh, H&M Landing because uh I went there and picked up uh uh two passes uh for Ron Real Radio to use to uh for uh, some uh, uh a special promotion we were doing and man those things they were like gold. They were, Stan and Wendy, the whale-watching trips were actually appreciated more than the wine that other people brought. Can you believe that? Hard to believe.
4: <laughs> no, I can't believe that. <laughs> Tell
13: us what's going to be
1: happening with the whale-watching, Danny.
13: Well, it's a, it's a daily event. It'll especially, get, you know, the closer we get to the first of the year, the better it'll get. But they're three-hour trips they are scheduled daily, Uh Sometimes we have two a day. Sometimes we have one a day, and that's a website deal because that constantly changes. But uh, you know, it's a it's a narrated trip. They tell you what's going on, why they're doing what they're doing, when they're doing it, and and the reason they're doing it. And it's it's a nice three hour trip, and and this one you don't end up on an island for the rest of your life. You actually get to come home. <laughs> <laughs> but great. uh it's fun i go do it every now and then just because it's just you know you got a, a girlfriend or your mom or you know whatever it is something like that you know it's just a nice little outing and it's real simple and it's you know anywhere from 30 to like 45 dollars, depending on the day
1: and and you don't get stuck on some lousy boat you're on uh pretty plush accommodations going on out there with a lot of amenities
13: yeah, they're nice. You know, the legend does it quite a bit. Producers will do some as you know, once he gets it done with his boat work, and uh, and then it just depends on how busy it is. But uh, it's just a nice, simple little trip. You know, you, most of these boats will do. You know, you can get like a glass of wine or something like that, or have a beer and a hot dog, and, and it's it's simple. It's easy. Good to take your kids, and yeah, it's a- quite informative. It really is. <laughs>
1: Danny, I, I want to find out about these yellowtail that you ran into because of the fact that uh, they were, you know, not supposed to be around. Uh, uh, how were they located? And tell me, how did you uh, wind up catching them?
13: Well, I was not fishing out of this landing. Uh, I had heard about it from some skiff guys I know. And, and, and you know, I went on a new seaforth with Brian he was running a boat. He said, come on out, y'all. come on out. And there was a bunch of it there. And then some other guys have gone on it. But this this big swell, I was out Wednesday afternoon and Thursday morning. Wednesday, I got a couple. Thursday, I got a couple three. Little surface iron, a little yo-yo. But, but Wednesday afternoon, um, Thursday afternoon, it dried up. Huh. And Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, at morning, so several boats went out. And it was a great big swell. Uh, and, and and it just it did something to it I don't know what it did, but it did something to it it'll show up again it, it's, I don't foresee it going anywhere that stuff, yellowtail, they just kind of are here, and when Mother Nature gets right, they get up and they bite, and that's what that was you know, somebody's half of these guys have been looking at this stuff for a few days, but they couldn't get it you know, it's a, a few fish here, a few fish there that's fine for skiffs, but for a party boat, you need some volume, and on that particular Wednesday morning, the stuff was in volume, and they had a chance to get on it, and a bit for those two days, and we'll see what happens after that, you know.
2: Well, anytime you get a big, you know, big swell that's pumping in here, you know, that changes the water direction a lot of times, the current, and the fish move with the current, a lot of times it moves the bait around, and that's really what they're, they follow the food, so... You know, that's part of the deal. And then you just got to wait for it to calm down again and wait for things to kind of settle. But yeah. traditionally, well, there's been a January yellowtail bite in in our area down south here for years. Um, and they've been pretty quality fish uh, a lot of the time. So, you know, it sounds like that fish is moving in and that, that bite will continue here. Uh, we just got to wait till it, you know. Has, uh, yeah, I mean, the
13: swell got really big. They closed OB Pier, they closed the jetties, you know, they closed Mission Bay. So, you know, yeah. it was just difficult. You know, the Premier was here. They went up there on Wednesday, Friday morning, and he said it was just rocking and rolling, something fierce, you know. Rob so, yeah, we'll uh, has we'll, a,
10: a, a comment because yeah, he was out there. We were we were with uh, R.J. on the new C4 Saturday and the AM run, and you are right that I think the swell busted up. We were marking fish, but there were small, scattered spots of fish. It was no large schools, and we surfed that boat in through the jetty mouth.
11: Oh yeah,
10: it was it was interesting coming back in. R.J. was waiting between sets so we could scoot, scoot the boat in, and we barely dodged it because it started closing out across the mouth of the jetty after we got through oh see yeah when you got to do that that's a little a little dicey yeah no he sat outside and we waited we hovered for 10 or 15 minutes till we got a break in it and then he fogged it in through the mouth but even with that it was interesting to watch the stuff chasing us in 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 through the mouth of the jetty there it was huge
1: now, Danny, well, I know we've got the holiday weekend coming on up, so the, there's probably going to be limited trips going on on the boats. But you happened to mention the Grande was going on out out of H&M Landing. And are they right now scheduling weekends, and are they yellowtail trips?
13: It's mainly weekends. And, uh, you know, the idea is if the yellows are there to cooperate, they will fish for them and hopefully catch them. But other than that, it's just going fishing. Because you know oh, it's right. a time of year where you really can't plan on anything. You know, you go out with the idea of scanning around. Hopefully you find it, and hopefully you can get it to bite. But if it doesn't, they're going to go do the rockfish and so on, and you know whatever whatever else is available. But you know, Corn Island fishing in general, the idea is yellowtail. But if that doesn't pan out, then you do something else. Danny, you're known as
1: the Iron Man for obvious reasons. But when you were out there, and when they were getting into fish, were they also doing bait fish or? Uh, was uh, uh, fishing with the iron uh, the best way to go about it?
13: The yo-yo jig was the way. I mean, there were a couple of guys who had some fish on a dropper loop. Uh, The surface iron, you know, if you're somebody like me, you can take your time and you can pick your way at it, maybe get one or two. But the yo-yo was the thing. I mean, on Thursday morning we had 60-something yellowtail on the boat, and I'll bet you sixty. Whatever of them came on the yo-yo. I mean, it was, it was good yo-yo fishing. So,
2: any particular color preference?
13: No, No, it was more of a. You needed something, you know. Uh, I was using a a, a Taddy Foro. It's just a good size. That's you know, it winds favorite. back relatively easy, and they no. bite it. Now, no, Danny, I, if I, you I go that's all. If I you go out
1: on the Grandy this weekend and you're at the Coronado Islands, would you? Uh, pretty much be doing uh the same type of thing and and what type of uh tech or what kind of technique would you recommend that the, the fishermen try
13: well even that stuff james ran the boat and when i was talking to him uh when he got back in he said if you knew how to play with the surface iron a little bit you can get them but he said most everything else was on the yo-yo and at okay. the time of year you find these these spots of fish you get them on your sonar and the first thing when you get them on the up and down they go straight to the bottom and then they they spider out as as you start chumming them and get some bait in the water then they start coming back up and they're looking around and that's when you catch them and yo-yo fishing is a lot easier it's a lot more simple and when you get you know maybe 20 or 30 guys on a boat and they got all these lures going up and down they get on that stuff and they bite it and, yeah, thus, you, you know, the you, dropper loop will do the same thing. But the yo-yo fishing is, the stuff's under your boat anyway. So, you know, to make a big long cast on a surface iron, you're actually winding your jig through a whole lot of dead water because that fish is in the bottom, probably the bottom six or seven fathoms of water. And, yeah, you but, know, the more the more you hit the bottom and wind it up, the better chance you got to get in a bite.
1: Danny, if, you know, they're chumming and they can bring the yellowtail up to the surface, I know you love throwing a surface iron. Could you quickly give us a technique to use on how to, how to throw and how to retrieve a surface iron and, and what it is you're looking for?
13: Well, you're looking for movement of fish and birds, uh, whether you actually see the fish or not. But, if, you know, the closer the birds get to the water, the higher the, the, higher the fish get in the water column. And then you're just trying to head them off at the pass. You're going to watch the birds and or the fish moving one way or the other. You want to cast out in front of it, and hopefully you get in an area when you start your retrieve on your lure, these fish and your lure kind of come together. If they're hungry, they bite it. I mean, there's a lot more to it, and to describe it on a phone call is really difficult to do.
2: But, that's uh, basically- but you've
13: got to be proficient at casting. You've got to spend time learning you got to, you know, so when you make a cast, you're not sitting there, you know, taking a backlash out all the time. And it takes a lot of practice to even get somewhat decent. You know, I I have a lot of of fishermen
1: that come into the shop here, Danny, and they're wanting to put uh, 50, uh, 65-pound spectra on their... On the reel and and use it for, for surface iron fishing and everything like that. And uh, sometimes we recommend that they don't do that. Do you have a recommendation if an angler comes in there to the H uh, and M H&M Landing Tackle Store and ask you to do that?
13: Monofilament.
10: Yeah. So monofilament. You can yep. cast Monofil- it better.
13: It's more forgiving. If you want to back your reel reel with braid, you know. But you know, give yourself a you know a hundred. Yards or so of monofilament because even simple things like you know maybe you're going to change your lure every time you change your lure you burn a foot to a foot and a half a line by just tying a knot. Sure. If you change your lure during you know ten or fifteen times during the course of a day, you know there goes twenty feet. So you know that line goes away real quick. But monofilament is so much easier to cast and it's much more forgiving in the backlash and and so on. If you get a backlash in spectra and it's in the middle of your cast, you're going to say goodbye to your lure because it's just going to keep on going.
1: <laughs> wow. Hey, uh, take that from an expert for sure. And, and are you trying to burn that surface iron back to the boat as quickly as you can grind it or what?
13: No, you're just trying to make it swim. You're trying to make it swim in a natural pattern as much as the bait would swim on the end of your hook. You, you actually wind it relatively slow. When these jigs were designed by guys like Taddy Shimizu, the, you know, Bob Manning and Del Salas and all these other guys, you know, the, this stuff was was based on pretty much a Jigmaster reel, which is a 4-to-1 a reel. So it's a relatively slow retrieve compared to the 6.2 and the 7.2 stuff you have today. And the problem is most people, they get excited. Well, the first thing they do is they start winding faster. Well, you're doing a six-to-one reel. Now all you're doing is making your lure spin. You need to slow it down, let it swim. It's going to kick three or four times, and it's going to kick way out and come back and get back in that pattern. If it does that, then you're going to get a bite sooner or later. You just got to make sure you're just putting it where the fish are. But you want to slow your surface iron down.
1: And if you're lucky enough to get bumped, do you set the hook? Do you do you stop reeling and let the fish eat the jig, or, or what's the procedure there?
13: Keep winding, wind until you can't wind anymore. Why, until until the fish takes line off your reel.
1: All you, right, you know, and, and Stan. A, I think you had a comment. I I might have interrupted you.
2: No, no, no. i Danny, and I are pretty good friends, and I understand Danny's you know comments here, where you know you got to be. A lead the fish if you know where they're headed whatever else make sure your casting is good uh you know the part about the monofilament because you can cast it in the presentation is everything in that where you want to get it to in front of the fish if it's on you know your yo-yo iron too you got to get it down you're going to hit the water you don't have to make long casts if it's under the boat just have the right rod and reel combo so you can turn a handle and Speed a lot of the time is is critical, so you want something that's a fairly fast reel, uh, for not four-to-one yes. You're yo-yo
13: fishing. Yeah.
2: Go ahead, Danny. What, what do you think? What do for, you use? For
13: yo-yo fishing? Yep. Uh, I, you know, I use most anything. I mean, what I was fishing with the other day, I was using a little accurate Dauntless, a little 500. 65-pound uh, okay. braid and probably 100-something and something feet of 40-pound mono. There you go. And, uh, you know, and, and it really wasn't even burning a back boat, but just a nice, steady pace. And you know, I'll wind all it, right. turn the handle, you know, 15, 20 times. If you don't get a bite, let it sink, do it all over again. All you know, right. I just I just hey, pitch my underhand. We're going to have uh, to
1: let you go, but if uh, we want to find out more what's happening at H&M Lining, especially during the holidays here or over the New Year's uh, uh, break, uh, how's the best way to go about doing that?
13: Well, the website works well. At hmlanding.com, you can book reservations, you can buy gift certificates, you can buy a limited amount of clothing, uh and book a, basically any trip you want. Or you can just call uh, at uh, 619-222-1144, and whoever answers the phone can pretty much help you out.
1: You had a special going on gift certificates. Is that uh, still going, and how still long going. will it be good still, for?
13: Still yeah, Still going. Uh, you spend eighty dollars and you get a hundred. Oh, yeah. So you, you, you get twenty deal. bucks, but you got to make sure you pay attention, especially on the website. You got to go to that special deal. You just don't go to where it's gift certificate. There's a part in there that says gift certificate deal, and, and that's what that's about. And that'll get you that. It, it'll it'll take a minute or two for it to all go through, but when it catches up, you get a hundred bucks for eighty.
1: Wow, and that's not only really good on a fishing trip. They come in and visit you there at H uh, H&M and M Lighting, and it's uh, good if you want to get a new Accurate reel, or if you, you want to you know pick up a whole handful of lures, or is it even good if you uh, want to rent equipment?
13: It's good for anything we do here. You know, yeah, you can put it towards anything dealing with fishing, anything out of a tassel shop, anything dealing with clothing. Uh, wow. I mean, you can even use it to buy a fishing license. All right, and well, then Danny, what you, you don't you... use remains on that account. So you know, if you have got a hundred dollars and you spend thirty-two, well, the remainder is still there. So you can use it for whatever you want, and it all doesn't right. run, it doesn't expire.
1: All right, Danny, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it, and we look forward to seeing you sometime this week and Have yourself a, a great holiday. If we don't speak to you before then,
13: all right, man. You guys too.
1: All right. Danny Wade, H&M Landing. Hey, guys, we went way over time. Otto, thanks a lot for having your finger on the button so that uh, we could do the break. We're going to do that right now, but coming up next, Rob Chester is coming up, and we want to leave time for Wendy so she can tell us about long-range trips. So a lot coming on Ron Real Radio, but first, these messages. Hi, this is John, and I'd like to invite you to the new Angler's Arsenal location in Lakeside, California. We have put together a staff of experts that'll help you find the tackle and gear you need at a price you can afford. We carry all major brands, and if you need custom work done, we can do that for you with both rods and reels. How about servicing your old equipment? No problem. We can do it quickly, easily, at a price you can afford. We also do custom hand poured plastics through Western Plastics. Design the lure of your dreams and catch the fish that have been getting away. So come and visit us in Lakeside. We're at 12255 Woodside Avenue, or you can visit us at anglersarsenal.com. If you need to call us, we're at 619-466-8355. See you there.
11: Hi, this is Lori Heath. You may know me from some of the sports boats out of San Diego. I want to talk to you about something that's really close to my heart, the San Diego Blood Bank. Fishing for a way to make a difference in your community, consider donating blood or making a financial donation to the San Diego Blood Bank. Your gift will impact medical research, revolutionize how we improve health and treat disease, and most importantly, give the gift of life. But we can't do it without you or without your help visit sandiegobloodbank.org to make an appointment or to give a financial donation today. It's the best way to give back. And just to let you know, I'm also a blood donor.
9: Hey everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fishing Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization? but you just don't know who to contact. Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419 or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com.
8: Turner's Outdoorsman, California's number one fishing, hunting, and shooting sports retailer, now has 28 locations. Turner's is your one-stop shop for fishing tackle, hunting gear, and everything for shooting sports. Turner's offers a full selection and unmatched prices on the gear you need. Whether you're planning a fishing trip with the family or chasing giant tuna, Turner's highly skilled staff will make sure you have the gear for your next adventure. Visit turners.com to find a Turner's store near you, and be sure to join the Turner's Discount Club to get weekly ads and specials right to your inbox. Turner's Outdoorsman, your one-stop shop for all your fishing needs. I always wear a life jacket when I'm on the water because I'm lazy. I like floating like a giant turtle covered with SPF 50. The life jacket does the work.
7: I highly recommend this to everyone. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
3: I don't know how you do this.
1: Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. Rob Tressler is with us. He's recreational Fisherman, he's been out almost every weekend after these tuna. But before we get to Rob, let's check in with Wendy. Stan, I get uh, notes and messages that, hey, I don't mind it when Hopalong's on vacation. I don't mind it when Stan's on a trip. But when Wendy's gone, man, that is a big loss in your show. So, Wendy, (laughs) to take such a hit like that, tell us, what were you doing that you had to stay away from the show?
4: Well, uh Lori and I were on our first annual American Angler Turner's Outdoorsman Iserline ten day trip. And Yay. what an amazing trip. I've never been on uh a boat for ten days and shoot, it didn't get tiresome at all. It was awesome. <laughs> and because because we had such great people on the boat, it was even better. It it was an amazing trip with amazing people and the crew was awesome.
2: You know, one, you had a great boat and a great crew, but you know, you happened to get into an an arena right then when the Yellowfin was going really, really well. So why don't you talk a little bit about where you went? And we all saw, you know, that follow you. (laughs) <laughs> the, the fish that looked like a monster next next to you, <laughs> so, and you it wasn't and you,
4: that you, big i'm just short i make the fish look huge
2: oh <laughs> well, that's all right but, um,
4: but... so on our trip we i was really looking forward to it because i had never caught a wahoo so so daryl from valley hood sent me some some um some bombs and his cowbells and and everybody's giving me, you know, Ken, Kenny from Ken's Custom Reels gave me some leaders. And, you know, I was all excited and all ready to go catch some Wahoo, but they didn't cooperate. So we ended up going to Guadalupe Island, Isla de Guadalupe. And the first two days there was amazing. Everybody was getting 100 pounders. It, it was, and, the, and in November, you know, I hate Guadalupe in July and August. But in November, it's amazing. We only had uh, two fish that were taxed. So uh, it was a lot of fun, and you could take your time in bringing in your fish. It, it it was strictly yellowfin tuna over there. Then we decided to give those guys a rest. We were fishing tuna alley. We decided to give those guys a rest. We went to Natividad for two days, and it was nothing but yo yo fishing and the tatty fouros and scrambled egg and mint were just killer i had nine i had, think i had i had eight yellowtail in a row and i'm hooking and handing and um one of my my only scrambled egg got lost oh mm. my hook in hand so i put on the mint the mint got bit and uh that one got lost and another hook in hand, and then, so, I finally, I'm, like, scrambling, borrowing jigs from Laurie, but it was just an amazing yellowtail bite over there, it was so fun, there was a lot of whites, there were guys who ended up, uh, people that ended up uh, dropper looping, too, and I think the big, uh, lots of black sea bass over there that we caught and released, Um, one of the crew members, Austin, was ready to jump in the water with a Probably a 150 pound black sea bass that he wanted to go, you know, make sure it got back in the water and was swimming. But uh, he didn't have to jump in the water. We revived him and he was perfectly fine. So after Natividad, you know, for a couple of days, we ended up going right back over to Guadalupe and uh, finished off our trip there. So we had killer yellowfin tuna fishing uh, the four days, five days we were there. It was, it was amazing.
2: You know what? Were, what pound line were you having to use for that fish? What'd you use?
4: So we started off with sixty pound, and uh, that was no that you know that was fine in the beginning, and then they caught on. Then we went down to fifty pound, and then some guys were using forty. By the by, day four and five, I think I dropped down to forty pound, um, and we were getting bit, but uh, it was pretty fun. I got freight trained. Um, I was having a bad day. Um, in the morning, first thing in the morning on one of the days, I had three back to back to back big yellowfin tuna that I, that I pulled the hook on. Um, yep. I, I dropped down to a smaller hook, a uh, smaller, uh, circle hook and, uh, um, at color, um, all three I lost. So the kite got bit and the crew says, Wendy, you're reeling this one in. So fourth one in a row. I'm dying <laughs> and uh, my biceps are huge. <laughs> and uh, I reeled in the kite fish on, I don't know, hundred or 200 pounds. And uh, it, um, one of the passengers I, um, was um, tangled up on the port side. And then his also got tangled up on, on the, on the stern starboard side with my fish. And I lost the fish. And uh he was so he was apologizing like crazy and then all of a sudden he's like oh I bit it's your fish and he hands me the rod. His hook landed in the peck of my fish and I <laughs> wow. was able to bring it up.
2: <laughs> that's you know <laughs> everyone's well. That's when you know it's your day. All right. You know the, the other ones were go in the opposite direction. You just gotta wait for the things to to change. Cause on, on these long range trips, you you can kinda have your day in the bucket. And but the only good thing about long range trips is there's always the next day and, and things turned all the time. You know, it's amazing how
4: Yeah absolutely uh,
2: one small fish all right now you got the stink off so to speak and the next one could be a monster. So that's just part of the game. But the cool part is when you're on these long-range trips and multi-day trips, you don't have to worry about if you're going to get bit. It's how many times you're going to get bit. And are you going to bring home 800 pounds of fillets and how many pint jars do I need? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, you know what was really neat is, you know, I, I'm, I'm a true believer. Dennis Yamamoto did this to me a long time ago. I could not get bit to save my life. And Dennis and I kept saying, you know, take a handoff, take a handoff. I'm like, yep. no, I'm not taking a handoff. And I nope, mean, we argued the, the whole trip. Then finally I took a handoff and I got bit. And so Kurt Itagawa from the San Diego Rod and Reel Club, he was on our trip. And he's like, Wendy, here, take this hand off. So I took the handoff from him. And this thing was a monster. <laughs> that thing, I put the drag, I, I put it at strike. I'm reeling this, trying to reel this thing in. And all of a sudden it's like, see ya. And he just kept going. I put the pressure on even harder. I put the drag all the way, almost all the way up, and it still kept going. I finally, I'm like almost out of line, and I had to call Rocco. Rocco stuck the pliers in the reel and uh, pulled the hook. But uh, that thing was a freight train.
2: Well, you know that the one good thing about that fish down there, you know, it runs anywhere from thirty to 130 pounds, and depending on if you got them on 40 or or even 50 and you got that bigger fish on there. I mean, that's one it it's they can take off and run. And, and I'm a firm believer of, I don't put it in a strike. I throw it to full and go here, pull either. You're going to win or lose, but I'm going to win most of the time that way. Um and, and I'll let them pull until, you know, they get tired. But uh, that, You get the right fish and you can't stop them. It's pretty fun, actually, to have that happen. (laughs) Yeah,
4: he said sayonara. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> now, now, Wendy, after all of this uh, this uh,
1: physical exertion and you were going to go on this trip thinking, hey, you know what, I'm going to get all this exercise and I'm going to be disciplined and eat all uh, all the right kind of food. I should be able to drop, uh, you know, a few pounds on this trip. How'd that go for you?
2: A long range
4: not <laughs> that that never happens i mean it's at least a pound a day and this was 10 days so <laughs> I'm <Yeah. in> trouble.
1: <laughs> now you know uh do uh, you and turners and Lori and Iserline, do you have uh, trips coming up in in 2020 and and how can uh, people find out about what's happening
4: yes we do we have a lot of trips lined up for next year but they're all full um Uh, for mine and Lori's trips except the American angler has decided to make this trip our annual trip so this 10-day trip will be running November 29th to December 9th uh, for 2020 and uh, uh, most of the people re-signed up for our trip so you know there's a few spots open but uh, it's a it was a blast and hopefully you know somebody will the, the the fishing gods will be with us and I'll be able to get my Wahoo.
1: Well, you not know. only that, uh, it, Wendy, as you well know and Stan, uh, 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 Turner's Outdoors has come aboard as an advertiser too, so maybe Ron Real Radio will be able to throw a little swag in there to make that those trips a little more pleasurable.
4: That would be awesome. And you know, Turner's has a lot of trips, not just the ones that Lori and I do together, so um, sign up for Turner's Outdoorsmen's email uh, newsletter, and you'll get uh, get the special discounts and sales that they have. But also they they also send you the events that they have at their different stores, and also their fishing um, schedule.
1: All right. Hey, let's talk a little bit now with uh, Rob Tressler, a recreational angler. Rob, you have been out almost every weekend. In fact, some weeks you've been out twice. In a particular week you you haven't been doing the long range like lori has but you've been on on everything from the half day trips to the the overnight trips the day and a half trips and man you and lori have had a most successful season
10: what can i say it's it's been uh although i'm jealous i'm jealous wendy good job uh but it's uh <laughs> it's been the best season so far for us yet for bluefin and for yellowfin the yellowfin grade of fish this year was just amazing that 30 to 60 pound stuff, and then the bluefin fishing. Um, what can I say? We had a couple of trips where it was literally wide open bluefin bite, and that's on that uh, 40 to 60 pound in one trip, and the other trip it was that 60 to 100 pound plus stuff. We, um, between Lori and I, easily I would say we caught 100 bluefin this year. All the neighbors are happy. We did a, a fish fry uh. for the San Diego Blood Bank where I've still got. About 600 pounds at the processor I have to pick up, but I'm going to have to hawk my car to pay for it. Uh, but it's it's been tremendous this year, um, and not just us. I mean, the, the boats have been putting the, the people that get on the boats, even uh, new, people new to the sport and, and beginners on the boats have had a higher success ratio this year. The fleet and 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 the, the staff and everybody in the deckhands and the captains, this fishery that we've got going for now for the last four or five years – My understanding is, is while the tuna have been around for a thousand years, you know, this fishery is, is one that's been developing now for the last five years. And I remember three and four and five years ago, when we first started getting into that bigger stuff, a lot of, a lot of heartbreak, but there's still that at times because you'll get blindsided by a big one. Uh, But um, the, the amount of fish now getting put on the deck is performance of the the folks on the boats has really improved and well except for me i had some pretty legendary uh runs of uh, farming fish but uh, that's okay (laughs) captain jimmy on the condor rj hudson on the new sea but so half day boats bluefin fishing uh three-quarter day boats bluefin and yellowfin fishing and and not for that not for that uh 20 pound stuff i'm talking they were catching bluefin like 50 to 100 pound bluefin on the san diego i mean this was not your typical i mean big game fishing on a three-quarter day boat where you're bringing gear that you might bring on a five-day trip just to be ready in case and um we were on the the thunderbird on a a a two-day trip um um, I caught the small one. It was taped uh, 176, 175, 176. Uh, my friend Jeff got a 307, and we had an even bigger one, uh, two two fish, one of which was even bigger because it bit at the same time that nearly spooled a, a 50 wide with 150 pound on it. We were fixing to clip on an 80 wide as a backup, and the line parted on the gentleman, and that was 800 yards of nonstop. This, he couldn't stop the fish when he got freight trained like you. It was amazing. Rob, go on. Uh, Wendy?
1: Uh, oh, no. I was just freight trained. Oh, my
4: gosh. You know, what a what a horrible experience.
2: <laughs> well, Everybody well, I, needs to have that happen just once in their life just to know what it's like on a big reel with that much weight pulling the opposite direction that fast. Uh, uh, it's a pretty amazing feat. Rob, you and uh, you and uh, Lori
1: had a tremendous amount of success this year, and even a lot of times when other fishermen weren't hanging as many fish, you guys were consistently getting bit. Is there any one, you know, hint that you'd like to give the recreational anglers out there that maybe they should do that that helped you guys out?
10: Yeah, we um, well we we danced with disaster a couple times by going a little bit lighter on the hook size. But um, the rule is is for most of the fish we caught were fly line fish and change your bait. I mean, some people have the magic eye. Danny Wade and some other folks I know, they can look at a sardine and pick the hot one out of a school of 50. I can pick the ones that aren't dead. You know, if they're floating <laughs> upside down. And yeah, I,
1: I can pick the ones I can catch. Yeah. yeah,
10: exactly. Well, that's my excuse is I'm old, and so I grab whatever I can grab. I mean, obviously, I do try to you try to get a hot bait, and the thing about it is, is make a decision quickly. If you pick a bait that looked good in the live well, you put it on the hook and you toss it out there, and it doesn't start getting busy for you and swimming away from the boat, away from the boat. I knew guys that had hot baits, but the hot baits were swimming swimming under the boat, and I said, don't take it off now. So change your bait, get one that swims away from the boat, and then you can, you don't have to instantly get rid of it. If it's still hot, you know, two minutes into the swim keep fishing it honestly 80 percent of my fish bit within two minutes of being put in the the bait being put in the water Um, and i was burning through baits as always probably two to three times more than anybody else on the boat and the reason i do it is i'm just not that good at picking the bait so i just say well it looks good i'm going to put it on up you're fired and like i have a 10 second rule if in 10 seconds that thing's not pulling away from me i'm gone now the other part of it was was Some days you got really good bait from the receivers, especially on the shorter boat trips. Some days you didn't. On a couple trips, we had that uh, three to four inch stuff that wasn't really cured up that well, but that's what you had. okay. And there, you really want to turn them and burn them. And there, you're you're stuck, this 80-pound bluefin. (laughs) So now you're fishing 40-pound or 30-pound if you're crazy like me, but you go to a smaller hook because it's got to be able to swim with the leader in the hook. And if it's already slightly damaged bait, you've got to do everything you can to make that bait swim. Now, we did have bites that were so wide open, it didn't matter what you, you could put a dead carp on. I'm, I, this is the first time this year I actually watched 50 to 80-pound yellowfin, uh, um, bluefin, and, and yellowfin at times in that 30 to 40-pound class rolling and eating the bait 10 feet off the stern of the boats like, like dogs coming up for a treat. It was truly amazing.
1: You know, now you you are keeping up with uh, what a lot of the boats are doing from all the landings and what the skippers are doing. Uh, you hear any of them uh, that uh, after the new year are going to go out and see if they can uh, get some of those bluefin? Are you and Lori uh, signed up to do that?
10: We we signed up for two trips, uh, one on the Aztec and one on the uh, on the Condor. Those last two weeks, and neither of them got off the neither of them got off the uh, landing because not enough people signed up. Um, I mean, it's time on the water, and, and with all this big swell and wind now, it's probably, as Danny said, I think he's right, those fish will show up when they show up. I don't think they're going to leave the area, but who knows where they're going to be. And the problem is, is when the fleets aren't going, they have trouble re- relocating those fish sometimes. We're, we've talked to Greg Gowitt and Steve Gawitt and the other captains on the boats and basically have an APB out. Guys, if you're going, let us know. If you know. I'm a weekend warrior, but we will sign up and we will go. So we're hoping some of the boats, uh, we've got a stretch of decent weather coming up now after this blow is over. And once things have settled down, hopefully one of them will go. We haven't gotten any concrete commitments yet from the boats. But a lot of them are, they're, wait, they're in a wait and see mode themselves. And they just they don't have the clients getting on the boats right now. Oh, real quick, I promised I'd do this. Uh, my nephews in Louisiana are listening to this radio show right now. So Scotty and jim y'all mind your manners i'm going to come out to visit y'all with lori we want to eat some crawfish and go catch some alligator gar this spring or this summer so keep that in mind and love y'all but uh, the fishing's been good um this year's been extraordinary
1: rob let's just change uh uh you know uh, uh bases here real quick you're with the san diego blood bank and uh The importance of people donating this time of the year, how important is it as opposed to maybe any other time of the year where it is important, but what about this time of the year?
10: Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's the holidays. And because of that, we are chronically short on blood this time of the year in terms of donors because donors have lives. Their family is in town. They're busy doing their holiday celebration pieces. Um, So we're always frantic this time of the year. We try to stockpile ahead of time. But it's all gone this year. We've had a lot of demand from the hospitals. We service over 40 hospitals in Southern California. And just for perspective, we're one of the main blood banks of Southern California. And in Southern California alone, roughly 100,000 to 200,000 lives a year are saved by blood transfusion products. So it affects all of us. And we are right now frantically looking for platelet donors in particular, for the oncology uh, patients we have, but also we're looking for whole blood. We're now uh, giving the trauma centers uh, whole blood because it works better in trauma patients with acute injury with massive blood loss. And um, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, if you come to the San Diego Blood Bank, if you've never been, if you, when you walk up to the front, you say, Rob Tresher said he'd show me around. I will take you into the back and give you a tour of the laboratories personally as a thank you for coming in. So tell your friends, tell your family. The door is always open. I'm always happy to do that. Or come to your organization or your school and give a a presentation on the biology of blood or a a scientific presentation, but also to make people aware of the blood bank. Um, We love doing that, and we do it on a routine basis for various groups throughout.
1: Now, Rob, can people stockpile blood for a friend or themselves if they've got maybe something coming up that they're going to be needing blood for?
10: Yes, you can. You can have it. You can do what is known as a designated donor for yourself or for a loved one, if need be. Um, it's good. Blood lasts about thirty to forty days on the shelf, and then we have to. And then it expires. Platelets, which we're always in a severe shortage of, only last five days on the shelf. So that's why we're always. Um, asking for blood. We're running through these supplies because of all the hospitals we service all the way up to north of L.A. and all the way over to Arizona and, and the Mexican border, all the local community hospitals. We're always running low on blood. It, as soon as it hits the door, it goes back out the door. So please think about that. If you can't donate blood, um, we take we are nonprofit. We get no taxpayer subsidies either. Uh, we've run purely on the goodwill of the community for the last uh, almost 70 years now. And uh, so we depend on financial donors as well as blood donors to make this organization work. All right,
1: Rob, thanks a lot uh, for telling us about the Blood Bank and sharing your experiences with us, uh, uh, you know, recreational fishing. And Stan and Wendy, uh, that's just about coming to the end. Uh, Great night tonight. And Wendy, thank you so much for relaying to us uh, uh, your great fishing trip that you were on
4: well thank you and i will see you guys on thursday
1: all right and stan you're going to be gone so uh <laughs> you know the next time you'll be live with us is on december the 29th
2: yeah i'll be back by then i think <laughs> Not <laughs> maybe i'll be on the on the road and have to call in by phone there but uh, either way i'm out of here for texas come wednesday so it'll be a it'll be fun.
1: Okay. Well, you know, since uh, we get so much comment about when uh, Wendy goes on vacation, that why do Stan and I just hang around? So what's (laughs) going to happen is next Sunday night, all three of us are going to be gone. We're going to start our uh, Christmas celebrations a little bit early, but uh, don't worry, guys. Uh, We have a show, a special show that we uh, recorded on a a trip down to San Quintin. We're going to talk a little bit about the accommodations, the guides, some of the neat things we did down there, what you should know before you go down there. So that'll be next Sunday night. And then our last show of the year, December 29th, we're going to have Rick Carr from uh, Gamakatsu with us. We're going to talk all about Gamakatsu hooks, and there'll be a lot other a lot of other things happening that we'll let you know just follow us on facebook so guys thanks a lot thanks for uh, you know a, a a great year and we look forward to a lot of great things happening in uh, 2020
2: yeah merry christmas everybody and and i hope next year is going to be as fun as this year was that's for sure
1: all right and, Wendy, a good, uh, good one for you, too. And uh, good luck on all that canning that you're doing.
10: <laughs> all right. Be safe in your travels.
1: Yeah. And, Rob, thanks a lot for us. Thank Don't, you, f-
10: Rob. don't forget,
1: if you've got some extra time, go visit Rob Tressler at the San Diego Blood Bank. Really important that you do, especially this time of the year. Well, folks, that's it for tonight. We want to thank everyone for being aboard with us. We want to thank Otto and the AM540 studios, Ben Harvey, our local producer here in San Diego, and always in memory of Big Tuna Bill and Eddie McCune, who really got the show going, Paul Leader, that helped us stay on the air all these many years, but you listeners.